0: Hey guys, I'm Young, a full-time dad and a full-time professional with the goal to become the best parent possible. The Girl Dad Show is my journey interviewing fellow working parents aspiring to be both good at work and parenting. I'm going to do this by gathering and sharing unfiltered perspectives from my guests. So join me as I research parenthood one interview at a time. All right. Well, thank you so much for um, uh, joining me today. Mike, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to spend some time with me and join me on my podcast and share some of your parenting stories with
1: my listeners. Thanks. My pleasure to be here. Thanks for
0: having me. Awesome. Let's get right into it. So I'd love to just start off by asking you, what do you do for a living? And where, where are you at right now?
1: Yeah. So I'm here in the Bay Area and I am a cinematographer and editor for uh well i'd started out independent but now i am a co-founder of flippard films and we're a video production media agency and uh, we're just holding it down and that's what i do
0: for a living that's awesome you know it's funny because uh we work together mm-hmm. uh, on flippard films and i'm obviously uh um, you know working with you um with your business. And it's funny to hear you talk about flipperd Films. I don't know if I've ever actually asked you how you describe it. So that was really fun for me to listen to, to how you describe what you do. <laughs> and I like that you focused on um, how you hold it down more than anything. That's awesome. And then so what are some of the projects that you're working on? And what are some of the big things that Flippard Films is doing right now?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, right now we're just we're really trying to find a, a strong balance between doing things that are creative and other things that just sort of keep that House lights on. Yeah. Uh, right now we're uh, we just worked on a few projects with with Visby Medical, and that's a medical diagnostic testing company. They are helping to solve issues with COVID and just revolutionizing the way that they are able to test things faster. And really didn't think about the projects here. What the hell do I work on?
0: well maybe it's not the project maybe you just talked about the the big thing you're working on right now is just kind of like the polarity and the tension between doing things that's creative but also doing things that's good for the business right like i know that that's a big hardship for a lot of aspiring professionals of like finding that balance of like craft versus money and like what that what that what that balance is and it's very indicative of the same conversation that I want to have with you about being a parent and being a professional. Mm-hmm. So that could be in itself the big project. I don't know. Like I don't feel like you need to tell us exactly what projects you're working on but maybe uh, yeah. maybe at, at Flippers itself is there something that you are tackling right now that you like
1: Yeah, you that's true. Share? Yeah. I mean the big project really is that we just launched our company about a year ago and we were just a bunch of creatives, a bunch of filmmakers who sort of navigating things ourselves but then we had so much in common uh jordan ching and lorenzo escalante we got together and created flippard films a year ago and the reason why we did that was mainly because we wanted to share something and create something larger than ourselves and we want to create stories that are you know on netflix or amazon prime we want to make movies honestly and, in order to do that, we can't just jump straight forward to that. So we're building our company out and servicing uh, different industries out there just to create videos to promote different brands and companies out there.
0: yeah, it's awesome man and And I have a lot of insight on on the business because i've uh, I've been basically like been coaching you guys for mm-hmm. um, the vast majority of your inception, and it's been really, really fun and and I think that it's an incredible journey that you guys are on and it's been really, really uh, exciting and fun for me to be a part of it. So I, I think it's cool to to share with people like how busy you are. And I think it's important that they understand the context of like how you're juggling with this new business venture as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, as a creative, as a business owner, while you also became a new dad, right? And mm-hmm. so I think that that's really interesting because the biggest thing that I'm trying to unpack here with this podcast is mm-hmm. figuring out how other ambitious and successful professionals are navigating parenthood and juggling between those two things. And like, where are they finding the balance in that? And so that's really the whole point of this podcast for me. And I think you fit that mold perfectly because you're a prime example of someone that's going to achieve bigger things by starting a business and something that you love. And and you guys are crushing it. I mean, quite mm-hmm. frankly, Flipbirds is kind of crushing it. So it's a really exciting time to be talking to you about this. But um, and I, I yeah, sorry for I have like inside information. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to elaborate a little Thank bit you. and tell everybody, tell everybody, because you're being a little too modest at how, at how how much you guys have grown in a very short amount of time and how how fast uh, Flipboards has escalated in its uh, business ventures, revenue, top line growth and profitability and all of the above. So, uh, anyways, let's go into the other parts of it. So tell me about your kid.
1: Yeah. And now that you talk about it, I totally forgot about how this all works. So <laughs> with my kid and Flipperd films, they like pretty much birthed around the same time. Flipper film started maybe in about, uh, September, 2019. And yeah. then it didn't really ramp up. We started working with you in maybe March of 2020. And my son was born right before COVID, um. Uh, about February 22nd 2020 so if you look at the timeline as soon as we had him we had to stay indoors we uh, <laughs> we couldn't see anyone we couldn't see parents we didn't want to you know we wanted to be very safe and in general when you have a child they tell you like don't let them see too many people in general but with COVID it makes it even more a little bit fear right. terrifying you know right so uh yeah I mean that being said um I started out you know Planning to just take a month off, you know, like let me be present for my family, uh, be there, enjoy raising this child, and then it turned into as a freelancer. You know, you only eat what you kill or the money you make at the time. So it was just really scary because we didn't work for maybe like six months, and navigating through that was not sleeping, having a child, understanding that aspect, and then also like, how do we make money? How do we find anything when you, no one can do any video production? It was ext- it was really daunting is the
0: challenging time yeah it's kind of crazy to think that this was all like this business like started and then immediately after you had a baby and then the pandemic hit yeah i do remember that i remember like joining joining the crew as you guys were coming off a really weird spell of not being able to actually work Mm -hmm. because of the pandemic talk about trials and tribulations on top of uh juggling uh parenthood so uh, tell tell me about your son. Uh, let's talk about your son a little bit. Like, how old is he now? You said February 20th, mm-hmm. right? So what does that yeah. make him? Uh, a year, year and a month or something? Or a year, yeah, year and pretty a couple close. months?
1: 14 right? months, yeah. He'll be 15 months in about a week from this recording. He oh, just man. started walking last week. Uh,
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah. He, <laughs> I would say we're a little bit different than most parents. I mean, just to touch on that, you know, he's yeah. uh, been vegan for... We've been feeding him vegan meals. He's only tried salmon once. And we were like, no, we'll just stick to uh, just a plant-based diet. So he's been doing that. And we have our own uh, pediatrician. We have a, we went through a private practice for that. And she not only monitored just like his height and his health and how he's doing, but also his developmental process and his diet. So it's been great. And we've been just going strong, being vegan this whole time. And he seems happy. He eats just as many as much food as anyone. His grandparents were very scared that we thought we were crazy. Yeah, but um, a lot of people think we're a little nuts, but um, I just feel strongly that he's benefiting from this diet, and he's really healthy, and he's been
0: developing very well. Yeah, and is there is there science that proves otherwise? I've never even actually heard of going to (laughs) for kids. So, yeah, where'd you even come up with this? And do you know if it's safe? Like, have you like did the? I'm assuming you did the research, you know? Yeah,
1: with the grace of YouTube, we've been doing a ton of research from other. Vegan parents, if we look around my friends and family, there's not many vegans, but there's a whole yeah. community of us on YouTube. And uh, a lot of parents are just you know, strongly taking care of their kids in this uh, plant-based way. His diet works with, uh, we have celery juice in the morning. First we do water and then we have celery juice, just straight celery juice. He drinks it on his own. Wow. And then, well, half of it goes on his shirt, of course, but he practices <laughs> it. Yeah. And then we have a uh, smoothie that's just all fruits and vegetables. And then from there on, he'll just have his... He pretty much eats what we eat. And um, is it safe? I mean, he's 14 months strong and everything has been going great. The pediatrician has been... Uh, she's uh, very aware of different diets and she is just making sure everything works. She told us like... A di- she slowly had us introduce different foods. Um, yeah. I don't remember which ones, but like... Okay, try strawberries. All right, his cheeks are red. That's okay, but just notice that citrus foods are going to make his cheeks a little bit more red. Yeah. And then just different items, like, okay, give him broccoli and make sure it's steamed so that it's, like, very soft so he can eat that on his own. So, yeah, we've been monitoring. It It was a little bit scary, especially more scary for our grand- the grandparents, but everything's been <laughs> going great.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah, I've never heard of that before, so it's really cool to hear that you're successfully navigating it. Yeah, it's just one of those things that I don't know if anybody's mm-hmm. ever really like in my circle of spirit a a circle of friends that has done that so that's really interesting uh very cool man and then you're you've been doing that too right like you added that as an added aspect of your (laughs) crazy uh, year that you've had with the pandemic right like you you just recently did that i feel like right Mm -hmm. yeah so i've been eating
1: predominantly like vegan but like off and on i would cheat when i was going to work and such a year ago eat whatever but then last november i had from all the stress of not sleeping and just my imbalance of what i was eating i had got this tough staph infection and it was just like this really like all these like bumps and um, irritation on my face and it was like one of the hardest things i've ever had to deal with so of course i went to the doctor you've mentioned to do it and it took me about a month to finally come around. <laughs> uh, he's like, you, you, so you're sorry, like Mike, look at your face. You need to get help. And I was like, What do you mean? And I stubbornly kept going and I was like and he's like, You it was more serious than I thought. Thank you yeah. young, for caring about me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? Look in the mirror. I can like see your face. It's not right. Uh, yeah, oh, man, it's pretty, it was pretty
1: bad. I went to the dermatologist. Yeah. I uh, did blood tests. All my blood was good, by the way. Like nice. my doctor doctors like You have no fat from this vegan diet and everything's strong. We don't know what's going on. Then I took antibiotics because I had to, because I had a staph infection. So that helped kill that. But I still had like a lot of rashes and irritation and things weren't like fully going away. So from that moment, I just decided I'm going to like get up and get off of the couch and not feel sorry for myself, be strong, eat healthy. And just I'm just going to go for this plant-based diet because my partner is very strong about it and she's been doing it. And I haven't looked back since. It's about um, five months strong. And I don't think I'm going to look back.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome. And I, I I wonder how much of that stress was coming from being a new dad or because the, you're trying to build a business during the pandemic. All of that. All <laughs> yeah. of that. Me. I was trying to uh, wake up at five in the morning. We
1: were, like, like we were hustling. We were hustling
0: hard. Yeah, we, yeah, were, we were hustling we
1: were... hard. I was running yeah. marketing and we were still we we're doing outbound sales, right. trying to talk to as many people. You That's right. By the way, thank you. You were the one that was strong. Like, we're going to get through this. We're going to keep right. calling people. Oh, we're really going to find work. You. <laughs> but I did my best with that. I wanted to support the mother and support my son. I would get up in the middle of the and help change the diapers. But in the end, all that stress really just got me hard. And I just got sick.
0: Like, if you could parse it out, what do you think? Like, if you had to say, like, what do you think the division was? Do you think it's even 50-50? Or do you think it was more being a dad, new dad? Or do you think it's more the trying to build a business during the pandemic? What do you think caused more of it?
1: Yeah, I think it all all just, like, was a weight on my shoulders. I mean, I wasn't making yeah. as much money at the time. And I think that mentally does take a toll on you. Not sleeping is so obvious, but we don't realize it. I mean, we're all, like, overachievers So I think that really knocked me up uh, beat me up. And yeah, I think it all just like snowballed and finally like trying to be Superman just didn't work out.
0: Yeah. It's hard. Like, I I mean, it's like so funny to think about like the pandemic being just last year, because it's like, I I, like forget in some ways, you know, it's, which is crazy because like now this has become so normal, but you like, it was just last year that we couldn't work. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people were like immediately unemployed and or unemployable and And like, it's so funny to like, that it's all kind of just like gone in memory. Mm -hmm. And thanks for reminding me because that's a really good point that like you were dealing with a lot and, uh, Mm -hmm. as a business owner and as a new father, but you definitely muscled through it and you're sitting really pretty now. Flippers is crushing it. So I'm glad that we persevered and you're doing good. You're healthy Mm -hmm. and you're, and your kid looks great. I mean, he's like, he's, yeah, he's big and strong and happy and, uh, he has great hair. And so it's awesome. (laughs) good hair yeah he has great hair (laughs) we could talk about his hair the whole time actually he has great hair but that being said uh i'd love to actually talk to you about your childhood i I feel Mm -hmm. like parenting has a lot to do with how you were brought up like how you Mm -hmm. were a parent and how you value parenting versus work and so it'd be great to talk through that a little bit so i can learn a little bit more about you and that's something that i actually don't know about so do you mind sharing with me what's your childhood like
1: yeah i mean so i'm a My mother is Filipino and then my stepdad is white and Japanese. And most of, you know, my um, cultural upbringing is Filipino. So we had a lot of the uh, Filipino diet and a lot of the values that Filipinos have. Other than that, you know, I grew up in sort of like the suburb area. I mean, I don't know if you know if it's suburbs, but San Lorenzo, which is near San Leandro in Oakland. It's not too bad at all. Yeah, And I feel like my upbringing is pretty safe in my neighborhood and nothing was too bad. But what I noticed is that uh, my dad, he had a pretty tough upbringing because he grew up in Oakland and grew up, you know, something similar to your upbringing, just a very challenging environment. And because of that, you know, he probably had a lot of abuse in his life and he didn't want that to happen to me. So he went extra hard to spoil the heck out of me. And just give me so much love. If I wanted Burger King McDonald's, he's getting it. So um, I got spoiled so hard, and I feel like I just got so overweight from all that. And because of that, I just Were you just, overweight as a kid? Yeah, in high school and through oh, like I gotta beginning in college. Pictures, brother. I'll yeah, see these pictures. See.
0: Yeah, please, I gotta see these pictures. That's yeah, 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 we're gonna dig
1: those up. But uh, because of that, you know, I just feel like I want a stronger balance. So my, you know, my son's vegan. Um, we're just want to stay away from that really unhealthy diet that kids are receiving. Cause you know, we want to love our kids, but we just give them all the sugar, but there's other ways to love them and give them good experiences. And so that, and then I just want a little bit more of a balance of not disciplining them, like making them stay in the corner, but just really giving them what they
0: want, but also giving them what they need as well. Wow. I love it. <laughs> so there's a lot to unpack there because you're, Yeah but you're basically talking about like how your childhood has like you're you're copying some of those aspects but you're also making mm-hmm. it your own. For example, like you got spoiled, but you got spoiled with like fatty foods and mm-hmm. like Mickey D's and stuff and so you're you're like you want to you want to do that but you're also trying to like improve upon that, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to you're trying to raise your kid up with a healthier diet and then some boundaries. Yeah, exactly. I just want to, you know, did you feel I- like you didn't have boundaries growing up?
1: Not really. I mean, it was just like, "Hey, don't do that." But like, I feel like my spoiled ass in college did whatever I want, and then like it caught up to me. There's just tell me about
0: it. Yeah, I want to know like what you think that impacted you on. All right, I mean, just dude, I'm I'm raising two girls right now, right? I'm like trying to be the best dad in the world. That's my whole motive here is to like learn how other parents are navigating parenthood because there's no there's no playbook for this man. Let's just talk about about it. It, Yeah, let's talk. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right, How do you my, think yeah. I'll be a little more vulnerable like one fairly big like example is like my dad bought me this really nice Subaru WRX in college nice. in high school nice long ass car yeah, right, yeah. my dumb ass is going through college and having all this fun and guess what I didn't do I didn't change the oil and I wasn't changing the oil and I was driving this car around and this expensive beautiful fast car eventually broke down on the road And that's when reality hit me like hey they gave you this car they gave you got you through college and they gave me all these things and i didn't like realize like hey man you need to like take care of your yourself and i didn't understand for a long time like in college like yo you're an adult (laughs) like that stuff just didn't hit me like it took me like till i was 25 for people like mike you're an adult hey you need to take care of yourself so something like that i think is like wasn't just that moment i think it was just like just like slowly, like things happening to the point where, you know, you make a mistake like that. And I just want to teach my son just to be a little bit more responsible about things and be a little bit more caring about
0: what he has and all that. Do you think some of that's impacted you at work? Do you feel like some of that stuff parlays into your business?
1: In my business?
0: Yeah. Do you have that laissez-faire because of like your upbringing, or do you feel like you're actually more caring or like more thoughtful about what you have because of that experience?
1: I think so. I mean, I've learned a lot from that. I mean, I get very embarrassed actually to talk to people about that. Like, oh, what happened what, to your that- car? You didn't change your oil, you dumbass.
0: Oh god! Um, it. Like it's um, an actual, it's an actual like thing for you. Like you're actually embarrassed about the fact. Um, oh, I'm totally embarrassed. That's you took so it for bad. granted. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah? i mean
1: it's just interesting yeah i just feel so bad because it's like i think our parents like work so hard and they don't let you know like what they've done you know like whether it's just like we don't under like i understand now i value how much you know how hard it is to be a parent and your parents our parents don't really tell us that they just do it and they just like kind of suck it up and act like nothing's going on but i just appreciate that and like making a car payment for your son's car like that's like insane like i can't believe like i just took that like now that I pay
0: my own bills and I'm responsible, I'm like, wow, that's a lot right there. Got it. So in retrospect, as you get older and as you're starting mm-hmm. to like soak up these costs yourself, and as you starting to like think about your kid, you're starting mm-hmm. to like have the retrospect of it. But you you had this epiphany back then as well too. It sounds like so I think you started so. actual, yeah. But you're embarrassed about it. That's weird. I, I mean, that's not weird. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. But it's like, what are you embarrassed about? So what? You had a good, you had a good life. I mean, that's not a bad thing, yeah. right? Like I think you're right. Maybe
1: you're helping me heal right now. It's not so bad.
0: <laughs> like, but what's, uh... why is there an insecurity? Like, did you like, I don't know. There should be no insecurity. I mean, like your parents provided you a great environment to live in where they spoiled you rotten. I mean, you turned out fine. I mean, you're a yeah. hustler, you're gritty, like you work hard. I mean, God, you work really hard and you're building a really successful business. So obviously it's, it's turned out okay for you and so i don't know i don't i don't I don't feel like that's a weird thing to get spoiled or have a have a good yeah
1: you're good probably challenge. right i think it was just an expensive lesson and that's all
0: <laughs> they so, could yeah. just change the oil and they get it running again
1: could it just change the oil it got to the point where the whole engine just died and it was oh god that's why it was embarrassing
0: oh that is really embarrassing okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. that makes see, sense do okay, you see yeah 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 i see where you're coming from now okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great.
1: the whole car is dead it's gone this is a beautiful car. Oh, that's funny. Were you like 16,
0: 17? What?
1: No, this is more like 23. That's how it's Oh,
0: God. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. see? You see where the embarrassment is with that. Yeah. But, I mean, let's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to see. I mean, you asked me, like, how does it tie into my work world? But I mean, my parents didn't really teach me a lot about business. I feel like, you know, mentors like have helped me a lot with that. And yeah. Guidance along the way
0: are you going to teach more. your son about business
1: i think i am i think i'm going to teach him everything i know but i'm afraid because i'm a basketball-holic that he's going to get caught up in my whirlwind of being obsessed with learning how to play basketball
0: yeah i think what I'll, if he wants to be a basketball player what are you going to say
1: i'll probably just provide him with everything he needs to do it and mm. get him some coaches but i do want him to just have a good balance of you know like maybe business is good understanding how business works and I mean, I I don't think I even thought about this, but I think it's very important that we teach our children more about finances and how to be responsible because they're not teaching that in high
0: school or college at all. No. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. I feel like I didn't really learn it until I was in my 30s. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. So what if you're like, what about like your, if what if your son wants to do what you do? Would you be cool with that?
1: I would be so honored and delighted. I want to be prepared that it doesn't happen, but I do hear that you pick up on your hobbies. Yeah. And hopefully it doesn't have this expensive taste that I have of wanting like with the
0: whole best- camera.
1: Yeah. Actually that's one thing I would say, like, uh, because of my mom and like all the like the things I got. I feel like I have a spending issue before where like I always want like the nicest things whether whether it's the nicest camera or this and that. And um now that I have my son and we have, you know, we have to have a budget and I can't just buy the nicest things. And that was a maturity thing too, is just to not just keep buying things and just be mature and just buy the essential items for the family
0: man i i like i i love it so it sounds like you're gonna like teach your kid a lot of the stuff that you feel like you you wish you did better (laughs) you knew better that's basically how you're thinking Mm -hmm. about parenting then huh i think so have you been doing a lot more retrospective like introspection over the last like year based on the fact that like because it sounds like you you've been thinking a lot about your childhood sounds like this question is actually like sounds like you've been thinking through this a
1: lot I think so. I mean, I didn't really realize it, but yeah, the appreciation of how hard it is for sure. Yeah. That, and then just being connected with the grandparents or my parents is beautiful. And just seeing that, and you do re- reflect a lot on just your own upbringing and how it's built to you, but also like any, I guess that's true. Any like errors or mistakes that you had in your life, you kind of want your son or daughter, or your children just to not make those same mistakes as long as they're not too costly, of course.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about the end result of all this. So how do you qualify successful parenting? What What do you think a successful hmm. parent
1: is to you? There really is no playbook, like you said. In my opinion, just any parent who's like there as much as they can. I mean, this is a challenge in general, because if you have work, you have to be at work to make a living, to take care of your child. So it's really hard for the dynamic if someone has to work more. But I think as long as you're making that very strong effort to be present with your child, I think that's a great parent. Just being present and making that effort.
0: Nice. And then, what happens if you if it conflicts with work, which it often does this, these days for you? Yeah. How do you justify that? How do you how do you wrestle with that?
1: Yeah, that's a very tough balance. I mean, so are, are you failing parenting right now based on your own <laughs> standards? <laughs> You know, I feel like every time I'm killing it at being a parent, I'm getting in trouble at work. And then when I'm <laughs> killing it at work, I'm getting in trouble by the mother that I'm not being there for my son. I'm like, I don't know how to win here, guys. It really is true. It's a balancing act. and
0: I love that yeah. statement. Yeah, that's a really good statement and point because I think that that's literally what I am trying to figure out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you balance that that's really it because I don't want to stop hustling and I don't want to stop growing Mm -hmm. professionally. And I I definitely want to continue to grow my business and, and, you know, like my aptitude for my professional aspirations, Mm -hmm. but I also don't want to, I I also want to like, you know, be a really great parent. I don't want to stop being a great great great. parent and have that focus on that. And it shouldn't be binary in my opinion. And there's gotta be a way to balance this out. And it's just like really fun to like talk to other parents about this problem. And you just hit the problem right on the smack head, Mm -hmm. which is great. How do you qualify success in business? Hmm. If you as qualify a, time, if you qualify time and being there for your kid as successful parenting, how do you qualify successful business?
1: Well, business is different and I've learned a lot. And unfortunately, I think it really is about how, what kind of numbers you're putting out there. <laughs> <laughs> because it gives a shit if you're putting all this time and not making any money, then you just, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> I've probably learned that from you it's just a hobby <laughs> yeah it's just an expensive hobby at that point but uh um, that's terrible a, it sounds yeah, awful it makes me it sounds, sound like a
0: total shark but you've also a, become more of a shark than anybody yeah before. yeah
1: that's probably right i mean once you started telling me about it was hard to stomach when you're like, I don't care about the art. We just need to be successful. But I'm like, but what about the art? There is a strong balance with that too. I think, I mean, from a parent, a successful business is one that provides for your family. And, you know, flippert Films is a media production company and we've, we're doing a lot of stuff ourselves, like handling everything from the marketing to the outbound, just to everything. But ultimately we're gonna continue to build it. We have five employees, but if we can get to 10 or 15, And like 10 years from now, I won't have to work as hard and I can be present for my family even more. So in a very simplified version, a a successful business as a parent is one that provides your income for your family. And that's more than enough for me. But if we can get it to where I can just go chill later and take my kids on vacation and go to T-ball practice, I'll take that as a very successful business.
0: Nice. So being able to truncate your time, truncate your effort and work and then turn your business into a cash flow business, essentially. That would be success for you. That's really great that you can qualify that. But I love how specific you can name your success. That's all possible, by the way. And I actually don't actually know, I mean, just because I know the business so well, I don't think that that's 15 years out. <laughs> I actually think you're pretty, you're actually like maybe half of that time or less. Let's uh, make it happen, Yug. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> if you really wanted it. I don't know if mm-hmm. your co-founders are going to want that. I think they're going to want to keep growing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if that's what you qualify success, that's really magical. Because I don't think people... Know how to do that. Like, I don't know if people actually ever like sit down and go, like, "Hey, what is success for me in this? You know, what is my mm-hmm. professional success look like?" And so it's really cool that you're able to articulate that. That's actually pretty impressive and neat. I like it. I'm gonna go jump into um, a couple rapid-fire questions mm-hmm. that I want to ask every parent slash professional navigating this journey of being a parent and work uh, a workforce member, uh, and then we'll uh, wrap it up here. Okay. What advice? do you have for other parents and soon-to-be parents?
1: What advice would I give to -to soon-to-be parents?
0: Or Uh, other parents, yeah.
1: Or other parents. I think if you're going to be a parent, the most obvious thing they say is to get a lot of sleep. But also, I think you should um, stack that money because something like a COVID or something like that can happen and really put you back on your butt. So stack that cash as much as you can. Swallow your pride and have a baby shower for sure. and Get a list of things you need because... That was humbling too, just to feel that overwhelming love from family and friends. Like everyone really like takes that village mindset and gives things to help out. So that like almost brings a tear in my eye. So there's no way to be prepared as a dad. You kind of just have to wing it and uh, just be there for your partner and be supportive as much as you can and don't show that you're scared because they're going to be a little bit scared. So you got to just be strong and just keep pushing and just be there for your family.
0: That's awesome. Wow. Those are some really tactical, specific <laughs> devices. That money. I, I love it. I love it. It's great. I actually totally agree with the uh, don't act scared thing either, because I completely agree with that sentiment. I feel like the the, the thing that you got to remember is that like, it's kind of a journey for, you know, um, all new parents, um, but just parenting in general. But I feel like there's a lot of chemical things happening uh, in the women's body. And yeah. like, you need to be stable and really strong as much as possible. Because they're not just dealing with the emotional and mental, they're also dealing with it physiologically. There's like literally chemical stuff happening. And I remember like, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to control those emotions based on Mm -hmm. how your body's feeling. So that's a really good piece of advice for dads. Because I think a lot of dads feel a lot really lost about how to be a dad, you know, during that stage, you know?
1: Yeah. I Um, want to add something else. Yeah. And then once you have the child, you know, like being like myself, you know, we're practicing being vegan and we're trying things like the Montessori way. and. Baby letting, weaning, which you can look up, they're all, all on YouTube. But um, just be aware, you know, like we're, we're in a society that's like, extremely judgmental and like you can catch yourself comparing yourself all the time or judging people. Mm. Like, I don't know what our society is about, but we all do it. Just be comfortable with who you are as a parent and just know that you're doing the right thing, just being there for your child and doing the obvious thing, like feeding them, changing their diapers. And if you have to turn social media off or someone you care about, like is showing that their child is hitting different milestones just know that your child's on their own trajectory and their own plan. And just don't let that bother you because they're just kids, man. They're just trying to grow and like, don't, <laughs> right? don't let social media mess up your mind and don't let yeah. people dictate how you feel and grow and raise your child is what I want to let people know.
0: I love that, man. And that might actually be the same answer as the next question. Cause it's kind of along the same thread, but like mm-hmm. it's so important that you just said that. Cause that's not just for kids, man. That's also for us. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we even fall prey to that so much, you know. Social media can be very, very dangerous in in like mm-hmm. our mental health and our and our, our happiness. So. I think I just can't even imagine what it's like for kids growing up. So, yeah, absolutely. And then this is totally separate, but I didn't know you were doing Montessori. You know, I'm working with Monty Kids, uh, a company that makes Montessori toys. I think I read about I think I saw that and I wanted oh, to jump right, in there. That's right. I was like, hey. yeah, I, I'm going to send you that link so you can check them out because they're, they have a really cool uh, subscription mm. program uh, where you can like basically go through guided uh, curriculum with, with toys, Mo- Montessori-based toys that um, okay. teach your kids self-play. It's pretty cool. Uh, but I'll send you that link. And maybe I'll even put it, I'll put it in in the podcast because this is a podcast. (laughs) That'll be awesome. That's our good sponsor. No. There we go. That's right. (laughs) In the YouTube channel. Okay, so Uh, if you could go back and tell yourself one thing before having kids, what would it be?
1: Hmm. That's a tough one. Definitely don't put pressure on yourself and just, there's no way to be prepared. I mean, they're going to say that all the time and just have fun with it, man. Like, don't think that like, oh my God, this kid, like, It'll be all right. They'll sleep. As long as you're careful, you'll be... I just remember like the times where you just have the child, you put it down, and you're yeah. like, is it breathing? Is it sleeping? But just know that everything is going to be okay and just call your parents and show that love and ask for advice always from everyone. Love it. I love it.
0: All right. What is your all-time favorite business book?
1: All-time favorite business book? The... I don't have a lot of them, but I'm currently reading a book called Win Without Pitching. Which is very important right now it's helping a lot because we're really hitting up a lot of people that are up there and the value of win without pitching is that as a creative we get so worked up with making these proposals and spending two weeks making a proposal just for them to look at it and saying that it's we don't want it Mm -hmm. so the whole purpose of the book is just being able to have a strong dialogue with your client or potential client and being an expert in that field and being able to navigate that into a good deal where everyone wins.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. That's great. <laughs> I'll have to check that book out because I think everyone can learn, learn something from that or can mm-hmm. use more of that. So that's great. Great answer. I, I've never heard that book. Of, I've never heard of that book either. So I'll check it out. Last question before I let you get out of here. What is the most surprising thing that you learned about yourself as a parent? Hmm. I think um, I definitely found a
1: softer side of myself. My son, he was born here at the house, which is a whole big story. We did a home birth. No and, way. Which we probably should talk about briefly, but
0: yes, we totally yeah, should. Talk <laughs> about-
1: I totally skipped that part. So we chose because, as you can see, we're vegan. We're a little bit like hesitant on the hospital thing, which I learned is still valuable. But yeah, we did a home birth, which was all successful. he did have an infection he was like a little bit shy five pounds so the next day our uh, midwife told us like we should go to the hospital so we went to the oakland children's hospital and we had him there for 10 days and i just found like the softer side of myself because i was just so like scared like to see like this child from first holding him and being safe at home to like seeing them with the iv on and like seeing this like little ida this little baby that's yours just Mm -hmm. like in a whole different scenario hearing the beeping noises that was just like humbling and showed the softer side of myself and just, I don't know, I just found that. And then I just learned like just to believe in God more, which I was very more less of that faith being, but just everything became more stronger in me just from like my caring, my love, and just my care for my partner our communication. And I just saw this other softer side of me that I didn't realize I had.
0: Wow. That's amazing, man. So you you got in touch with your emotional side that's great.
1: Yeah, which is pretty valuable as men just to really yeah. get in touch with your emotional side because we're just so raised to be like strong like John Wayne or like not sure our emotions but really like I'm learning that people are having like book clubs for like men and yo the dad is important too like we hold it down yeah. and like it's really stressful and you like, know I really appreciate all the mothers out there and they have the hardest job but being a father is just it's not no, easy yeah. either, you know. Like they forget yeah. about us.
0: It's- <laughs> yeah, it's it's easy to say that when there's just two 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 dads here. But yes, I agree with you. <laughs> Let's try to say that when our wives are here, because the will say something totally different, or at least oh. I'll say something different. I'll completely disagree with you. <laughs> You're I you your own. Stop. You're on, your own, to be a dad's on club. your own. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're on your own. Oh, my baby's here. Yeah. Hey, so can we? talk about the home birth because I didn't realize you did that <laughs> yeah that's... yeah dude we should talk about it that's wild what the heck so like I've yeah. I've heard about this and did you use a doula mm. too or just just the midwife? Uh, we didn't do the doula we did the midwife
1: so a doula sort of like coaches you through through things and like goes with you to the hospital usually and just like helps you with the decisions like oh do you want to epidural or this and that but the midwife is like a little bit different where they straight up help you with the birth, the birthing of the child. So we went on, leading up to the actual birth, we had monthly meetings that became, and then closer um, bi-weekly meetings, just to check on everything, see how the baby is and her stomach, um, train us, be ready, um, how I can help and be ready. So it's this whole like coaching and like more higher care, just love and care for uh, my partner. And she liked that a lot because she's more holistic and um it was just night and day just for us to do that versus going to a gynecologist who scared the crap out of her because mm. we told her like hey we're gonna because they said like hey you have to have a midwife and she was like oh no the midwife and then there's like a rule where you have to like go see a gynecologist so we went to see this gynecologist and she like was looking my partner in the eyes like on birth it's dangerous and scared the crap out of her and it was mm. like don't do it she's all pumped up you should go to a hospital I was like, whoa, why'd you do that? We've been like getting immensely like ready for this and you did that. I kind of like rambled there about like the whole midwife thing. But basically we had the midwife and then quick birth story is basically we're getting close to the time that she's going to have the baby. And then the midwife and everyone is like, oh, yeah, you'll probably be um, having your child in about two or three days. And she's over here like, no, I think it's coming soon. So everyone leaves and I'm just there with her. And all of a sudden she starts like breathing heavily and everything at the house. Next thing you know, it's like I'm holding two phones. She's over there like breathing hard and like the whole thing is getting crazy. And I'm calling people like, yo, we d- you need to come here. I think she's having the baby now. Yeah. So uh, the midwife's like, I'm coming now. And I was like maybe 20 minutes away from birthing the baby myself but luckily oh my the gosh. midwife came in time <laughs> <laughs> and uh helped us get the baby out and everything. Why were you holding two phones? What was the two phones part of the story? Well, I don't know how it was with your wife but like the I you know I did anything for the pregnant woman but she's just like Asking us to do whatever she needs. She's like, call my best friend. I need to ask her now. I'm like, I'm calling her right now. I right, know, call the midwife, call your mom. I'm like, I don't, I'm just doing whatever the hell she says. And that's why I had two phones in my head. I was like, I'm going to play some music on Spotify so you feel good. She's like, I don't like that song. And I changed the song. I'm like, how about this song? And I got her mom on the other phone. And that's why
0: I had two phones. Because I was being crazy listening. <laughs> now I get the two phone comment. I'm like, what's the significance? i don't know what to do i'm just doing whatever she says oh uh, that's the story of my life too i just do what she says yeah <laughs> that's too funny <laughs> it's just hyper escalated during yeah crisis like exactly. that. Yeah. oh man that was a really great story thank you for sharing that with me i appreciate it i yes. um yeah I, I didn't know that about you so that's really cool <laughs> and now i know someone that's at a home birth yay Yes, yes,
1: and if anyone wants to do a home birth, um, hit me up, and I'll be more happy to let you know how it worked out for us. Because I think it is a, definitely a safe and a wonderful and comfortable, comforting way to have your child outside of the hospital if you're thinking about doing that.
0: Nice, yeah. I'll add your I'll add your contact <laughs> on the on the link to the channel and the, so everyone can reach out to you about uh, how your home birth experience was. But thanks for uh, taking the time to spend with me today and getting to talk to me a little bit about business life. Home birth, mm-hmm. and yeah, and just how, how you how you thinking about being a parent, and just all your your thoughts around this. And so, thanks for taking the time, man.
1: Thanks, young. This was fun.
0: Yeah, thank you. It was fun. I'll talk to you soon. Okay.
1: Thanks. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Girl Dad Show. We hope you enjoyed that interview. And if you want to subscribe to our email list and learn more, you can head over to thegirldadshow.com. Thank you, and see you next time.